And tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8 o'clock in the morning, and you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast you know that right i know oh man <laughs> yeah that's not a but we got the live people we got the live people that's all of you guys all of you guys all of you guys all y'all all right i know i'm feeling it too i'm feeling it too feeling it this morning we woke up this morning motivated we woke up inspired we also woke up happy. Gabriel Bradford shouts out, good morning, sir. Good morning to you. Uh, we woke up really good this morning. And uh, the reason why we woke up in such a good-natured disposition is because looking back at the 4th of July parade, it was really good. It put a great shine on the city. There was so much positivity and so many people. And I was talking with a friend just last night, and we were kind of mentioning, like, you know, that parade kind of looked like Aurora way before COVID. You know, it was like 2016, 2017, something like that, just full of energy, uh, hope, and optimism. That's definitely what it looked like. So we hope that you guys had a good day out there. Uh, the floats were great. Everything was cool. And in retrospect, it was a blessed, blessed event. All right, we are Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast coming to you from the beating heart of downtown Aurora, as we like to say. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about today. We're going to start off with some art because we have friends who we need to shout out and give a highlight to because there's some great stuff um, happening in the city to come. So stay tuned for this. Uh, but did you know that there's going to be a whole lot of art coming to a long neglected, excuse me, neglected, let's take a sip, hold on. Now we have coffee today, but we have raspberry matcha with oat milk, courtesy of Treadwell, it's really good. Good morning, Aisha Saxon, good morning to you, yeah, that's right, good morning, good morning. 
So parking lot H in downtown Aurora is going to be the site for the city's first uh, exhibition of art. And that's coming in August. Uh, there's a great article out about it. And we're, I'll read to you part of it and put it in the chat for you guys to check out. But this is really cool. And friends of ours are involved in this in all levels. Uh, the artistic talent of Aurora will be on display in late August during Bomb Delight, the city's first street art exhibition. City public art officials are calling for street artists to apply to paint a section of wall in parking lot H, 14 Middle Avenue, using any style or content they want. The painting on August 28th will take place during a weekend celebration of the arts through downtown. That's very cool. Um, it goes on to say, unlike the city's art, well, most of the city's art projects, all permissions have already been obtained for the space. Artists will not be required to submit designs for approval prior to installation. And the murals will be spontaneous street art. How about that? Friend of the show, Jen Evans, the Aurora Public Art Director, first announced the exhibition earlier this year. She said the idea for the event came about because in, quote, the three and a half years I've been here, the feedback I get is that the rules and procedures provide some obstacles and hurdles for artists of this medium, end quote. All right. Um, so the event is designed to support local artists. Murals will last for approximately one year. Uh, this is really cool. So give you guys a chance to uh, check out this uh, great article. Now, if you guys know any artists, you need to point them in the direction of Aurora Public Art. Make sure they, they uh, get in touch, you know, because uh, submissions are being taken right now. The time is 8.04 a.m. Speaking of the Rules and Administration Procedures Committee, um, as you know, we have endeavored to let you guys know when the city has their meetings. Good morning, Tracy Duran. Good morning to you. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Everybody's checking in. Everybody's checking in. Oh, my alarm is going off, too. How about that? My bad, y'all. My bad. My bad. Yeah. All right. So we have endeavored to let you guys know uh, when the city posts the meetings and agendas of their uh committees and we have that out here for you guys uh the rap uh, the rap committee has posted their agenda and committee of the whole as well those are already online for you guys to check out so you could definitely do that uh and get involved as we have told you many 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 times get involved learn what's going on take part in these meetings stream them when you get a chance uh i think they're actually going back to in-person Meetings on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. at City Hall. Uh, does anyone know that for sure? If you can give us that piece of breaking news, we would greatly appreciate it. Let us know if they're coming back to full time with that. That'd be cool. Okay. So now, uh, in addition to the meetings uh, that the city is having and putting on, uh, there's also a lot of other stuff regarding uh, a need for engagement from all of us. As citizens, as we do our very best to try to give back to people who have lost a whole lot during COVID. Keep that in mind. People have lost a whole lot. Uh, some people are just now coming back on their feet. Other people, you know, it's taken, uh, taken some time for them. So we have to keep that in mind uh, and let that be known. To that end, some very good news that we um, 
really want to make sure to tell you guys about our wonderful state representatives, uh, Stephanie Kiffelwit of the 84th District, Barbara Hernandez of the 83rd, and Keith Wheeler of the 50th. By the way, the link uh, for the art project and mural show is in the chat for you guys. The time is now 8.06. Uh, but our fabulous state representatives, don't forget what we told you. We've been telling you that for a while now. They have the uh, frozen meals for seniors taking place once a month, and the next date is fast approaching. Our state representatives are partnering with the Kane Senior Council and St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church to provide free frozen meals to seniors once a month from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on prescribed Mondays during the summer. And the uh, meals will be uh, given out at St. Athanasius, which is located at 1855 Fifth Avenue in Aurora. Uh, the event dates after the 12th. That's the next one coming up here, uh, the 12th, which is Monday. Uh, August 16th and September 13th are the next dates. So please, if you know anyone, any senior who is in need and can benefit from free frozen meals, please let them know. Take them, give them a ride, buy them an Uber, whatever you got to do. Make sure that they're able to get to St. Athanasius, Athanasius, excuse me, Greek Orthodox Church, 1855 Fifth Avenue in Aurora. Anna's Custom Treats is here as well, y'all. We, oh, all our people checking in this morning. It's Tuesday. We are motivated. Look at us. We're blessed. We're blessed. We're too blessed, right? Look at you. Look at the world. Look at everything. We're blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. Too blessed to be stressed. Okay. So uh, let's move on. I got some more good news. Now, we talked about the city. We talked about the rap committee. We talked about public art. We talked about frozen meals. What we also need to talk about coming on the heels of a successful parade and also going into the rest of the summer is something that is definitely classified as. Yeah. Call that. That's breaking news. Free summer concerts coming back and planned in downtown Aurora. Shouts to the Aurora Downtown Group. Marissa Amoni, good morning and what is good? Uh, free summer concerts are returning to downtown Aurora this month. The Aurora Downtown Group will once again be hosting Wednesdays at the Plaza. As you may know, Wednesdays at the Plaza is a free weekly summer concert series at Millennium Plaza Gazebo, 21 South Stope Avenue in downtown Aurora, right next door to Altiro, where you can go in there and you can get some good tacos. And then they have this, uh, it's like a queso kind of dressing, kind of garnish cream thing that they put on top. It's really good. The guacamole is really good. Everything's good in that place. The water is really good. Uh, the napkins are great. It's a great place. Shout out to Altiro. All right. Uh, the free series begins on Wednesday the 14th, and it runs through Wednesday, August 11th. All concerts are from 7 to 9 p.m., um, and the schedule is as follows. July 14th, friend of the show, Mirabelle Skipworth. We interviewed her way back. That was about, yeah. I, right. Right. We did. We did. That was a good one. 
Uh, Mirabelle Skipworth is on the 14th with opener Nick Wisner. July 21st, WDCB Jazz presents the Chris Green Quartet. I like that. I like that. That's a very, it's a very applicable name for playing right outside of the lead, uh, the Leland. Tracy Duran will appreciate that. Uh, July 28th, The Darling Sons with opener Peyton Kay. August 4th, The Heavy Lifting. August 11th, The Aurora Latin Band with Los Colores de Mi Tierra Dance Group. Excuse me. Harvey's Firebox will be the visiting food truck on the 14th, the 21st, and August 11th. Uh, and Millennium Plaza features concrete stadium seating. Those attending the concerts are welcome to bring blankets and chairs to sit on while they enjoy the performances. People can also bring food and non-alcoholic beverages to the show. Wednesdays at the Plaza is sponsored by local businesses and community members. And uh, to make a donation, you can go to the Community Foundation of the Fox River Valley. Now I'm going to put the link to this wonderful article in the chat for you guys. The time is now 8, 11 a.m. so that you guys can take part in that. And if you go out to any of these Wednesday at the Plaza uh, events, take some pics, send in the Good Morning Aurora, and we'll post them. We will uh, we'll give you a, uh, a share. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We will do that. That is the power of the people that's the power of independent local media uh karina suarez darden is in the house oh we got all our people are here oh Josue, good morning dora good morning to you as well all of our wonderful people you know we are in the house as i mentioned to our friends back at 804 a.m we woke up motivated you're all beautiful people and this world is ours the time is 812 Okay, so let's move on to some news. As you know, as you know, as you know, it is important to know what's going on. It's important to care about our neighbors. It is important to do what we can for those less fortunate. A mobile food pantry will be held by Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry from 6 to 8 p.m. Friday uh, in the parking lot at the former Carson Perry Scott store, 970 North Lake Street in Aurora. For us Aurorans, that's Northgate. Holla. How do I know? All right. Uh, pantry volunteers will load bags of free food and other items into guests' vehicles. Food for 200 families will be available on a first-come basis. Items to be distributed include granola bars, fruits and vegetables, peanut butter, pasta, pasta sauce, Eggs, ground beef, cereal, applesauce, apple juice, and box dinners. Interfaith partners with Fox Valley Park District, Calvary Church of Naperville, and Blessings in a Backpack of Chicago to provide free groceries and other items to local families at the pop-ups. Absolutely wonderful. Also, do not forget the 20th annual AEEF, AEEF, Aurora East Education Foundation Benefit Golf Outing. A fundraiser for scholarships and faculty projects is being held the 15th of this month, which is Thursday, or excuse me, a Thursday, and it'll be at Phillips Park Golf Course, 1001 Hill Avenue in Aurora. Oh, Norma Peterson. Yay! Norma Peterson is here. Norma Peterson is here. All of our friends. That's right. All of our friends are here. Uh, the public is invited 
The schedule is 11 a.m. for registration and noon for the box lunch, 12.30 p.m. shotgun scramble art, or excuse me, start. Uh, I got art on my mind, y'all. Bomb the lot. Don't forget, the link is in the chat. Uh, dinner's at 5 p.m., and at 5.30, there's the awards program. The purpose of the event is to raise funds for many grants to support student scholarships and education-focused projects by faculty. The AEEF distributed 1,000 scholarships to 18 East High seniors last spring and plans many, many grants to teachers and staff this fall. Included in the entry fee are 18 holes of golf with cart, gift package, box lunch, refreshments, social hour, dinner, and prizes. These are 140 for individuals and 500 for foursomes. Sponsorships are available for $250 going up to $1,200. Dinner is only $35. Registration is limited to 124 golfers. The deadline to register is the 12th. And like we just told y'all, the 12th is next week on Monday. How do I know? All right. So I'm going to give you the link for this, which has the brochure and registration form attached in it, y'all. In it. So you can see this, you can take part. And uh, do we got any golfers who are who are fans of uh, GMA? We got any golfers out there? Do we? I'm sure we do. I'm sure some of you talented people play golf. Something. Uh, I have played golf. Um, not very good. I am mostly out there on the field to, you know, have a couple of drinks, mingle. Chill, relax, laugh, talk shop, all that other kind of stuff. Uh, I think I do need to get out. Golf's an expensive, uh, it's an expensive sport, though. You know, you're playing 18 holes of golf every weekend. You know, that's that Oakhurst. That's that Oakhurst status. That's that Stonebridge. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a brother on the east side. Good morning to all of you great people out there. The time is now 8.16 a.m. We are in this thing. We have more news to get to, and we have to tell you about another local event and party taking place in downtown Aurora. July 25th, Sunday. Sunday, Harry Beast Dog Parlor has their three-year anniversary party. So get ready for that, you guys. That's going to be fun. We will be there. Uh, we will be shouting out we you will see us so we encourage you to go there as well there will be food there will be fun there will be prizes there will be car i don't know if there'll be prizes hostway you got to let us know about that i'm not the one planning it i'm just the one attending uh but i do know there's going to be barbecue and cars and there's going to be pets and all that kind of good stuff uh so there will be a lot of cool people there it's going to be a day of absolute fun and community and congratulations to harry beast dog parlor for making it three years. Um, and with that, I'm going to plant a small flag in the conversation. The time is now 8.17 a.m. You know, it's not easy to start something. And it's not easy to keep it up. Depending on what you start, maybe financially easy to begin with and it may get harder. Or it could be financially tough and it could get better. No matter what it is, we support small business, and it is very cool and positive to see that so many people with small businesses are represented here on our show. 
Uh, we see all of you guys. We see you and your businesses. Harry Beast, Anna's Custom Treats, McCarty Mills Tap Room, Tavern on Broadway. Um, you know, document the abuse. We see you guys. We see you guys. We see what you're doing, and we shout you out, and we salute y'all. Yeah. If you're an author like Tracy Duran or Victoria Hyla Maldonado, if you are Tecala Lan, whoever you are, we shout you out. Keep it up with your business. And if we can help you in any way, um, you know, let us know. Let us know what we do. We have advertising at the same time. You know, we shout you guys out just because, because we really do care. Good morning, Aurora Endeavors every single day to be your local news radio shout out resource. Here in your community. The time is now 8.19 a.m. All right. So here's some awesome news. And I didn't know this. I learned something this morning. Did you know? Does anyone know who Althea Gibson was? Anybody know who Althea Gibson was? Let's take a sip of our collective coffees. All right. Althea Gibson uh, was an American tennis player who dominated women's competition in the late 50s. Today is her birthday. She was the first black player to win the French, Wimbledon, and U.S. Open singles championships. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Althea Gibson was born. Born. Born in South Carolina. She passed away in East Orange, New Jersey. She grew up in New York where she began playing tennis at an early age under the auspices of the New York Police Athletic League. In 1942, she won her first tournament, which was sponsored by the American Tennis Association, an organization founded by African-American players. In 1947, she captured the ATA's Women's Singles Championship, which she would hold for 10 consecutive years while attending Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University in Tallahassee. She continued to play in tournaments around the country and in 1950 became the first black tennis player to enter the National Grass Court Championship Tournament at Forest Hills in Queens, New York. The next year, she entered the Wimbledon Tournament again as the first black player ever invited. The tall and lean Gibson soon became noted for her dominating serves and powerful play. Up until 1956, Gibson had only fair success in match tennis play. But that year, she won a number of tournaments in Asia and Europe, including the French and Italian singles, singles titles, excuse me, and the women's doubles title at Wimbledon. In 1957, she took the Wimbledon, Wimbledon women's singles and double titles and took the U.S. women's singles championship at Forest Hills. She also won the U.S. mixed doubles and the Australian women's doubles in 1957. That year, she was voted Female Athlete of the Year by the Associated Press, becoming the first African-American to receive the honor. She also won the award the following year. Having worked her way to top rank in world amateur tennis, she turned professional following her 1958 Forest Hills win. However, there were few tournaments and prizes for women at that time. She took up professional golf in 1964 and was the first African-American member of the Ladies Professional Golf Association. From 1973 to 1992, she was active in sports administration, mainly for the state of New Jersey. Her autobiography is titled, I Always Wanted to Be Somebody. In 1971, she was elected 
to the International Tennis Hall of Fame. Time is now 8.22 a.m. If that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will. Okay, so let's move on. Now, we've got, uh, we told you guys that coming up on the 10th, there is the Aurora Youth uh, Fishing Derby. It's going to be at Jericho Lake from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, it's going to be really good. All skill levels are welcome. You don't have to be a bass pro fisherman to be out there doing your thing. I don't even know if there's any bass in Jericho Lake. Somebody can let me know that. Um, but, you know, I don't know what's in there, but I like fishing. So if you go down there, you can be a novice. You can be new to it. Just get out there and take part. Kids are welcome. This is especially geared to the youth. In conjunction with that, the Kane County Health Department will be providing COVID-19 vaccinations there as well. Um, that's going to be, again, the same hours, 10 to 2. Uh, and we know that the youth have been particularly vulnerable. So the Kane County Health Department uh, will be partnering with the Illinois Department of Natural Resources as well. All youths aged 12 to 17 receiving the Pfizer vaccine will receive two free tickets to Six Flags Great America Theme Park in Gurney. Uh, minors under the age of 18 must bring a signed Pfizer consent form from a parent or a guardian to receive the vaccine. The Kane County Health Department also have all the vaccines, Janssen, Moderna, and Pfizer, available for administration at the event. Um, and they will be available to all persons age 12 or older. I've got the link to this. I will put it in the chat so that you guys can check it out. Do, are you guys, do you like to fish? You guys fish, right? I fish. I like to fish. Maybe we should make a Good Morning Aurora fishing day. Uh-huh-huh. What do you guys think about that? Would you guys come out there? I think that'd be pretty damn cool. Uh, okay. So we've got to tell you about a couple of other things as we get cracking here. The time is 824. We've got an interview coming up very, very soon after the show this morning. Uh, we've got someone interesting that you would like to know about. And we're also going to make available to you guys the great video that we did with Air Park. As you guys may remember, we had Air Park on on a Sunday morning. That was really cool. And uh, they played some of their singles for us. Their album is streaming right now on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, amongst other podcasts and you know streaming sites. So check them out. That will be made available on our YouTube page later on today. Uh, those guys are in California now. We endeavor to see them again whenever they come back out this way. All right. So let's move on. Don't forget, Community Job Fair is coming Wednesday, July 7th from 3 to 6 p.m. Prisco Community Center, 150 West Illinois Avenue. Uh, individuals seeking employment are invited to learn more about job opportunities at approximately 15 businesses local to Aurora. On-site interviews are available. Resumes are recommended. Uh, that's tomorrow at the Prisco Center. Shouts out to our wonderful state representative, Barbara Hernandez of the 83rd District. Jobs, 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 jobs. In fact, I have another job to tell you about. Have you guys heard of World Relief and are you familiar with who they are and what they do? World Relief are our partners in the community here and they're located right 
well, not right behind us, but they're like around the block and up the street a little bit. Um, and they have a Naperville slash DuPage office and they have an Aurora office. Waterford Place Cancer Resource Center uh, has an open position. Rush Copley Medical Center in Aurora, Waterford Place. Uh, it's first shift from 8.30 a.m. to 5. No weekends are required and there's no on-call status required either. Uh, so I will send the link to their site put that in the chat for you guys so that you can check it out uh waterford place and our health heroes have done a lot for us the whole pandemic and ongoing they were really honored at the parade as you guys saw they were the marshals they were the grand marshals uh, and that was really cool to see they were out there in their scrubs marching down the street taking part in a parade what a bunch of top notch heroes you guys awesome all right so let's move on. Uh-oh. Tracy Duran has provided us with some. Cindy Morales, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Cindy. What is up? What is up? Uh, from the city of Aurora Page, new bridge at River Edge Park in downtown Aurora. The process to recommend a name for the new bridge will be announced this week. I recommend calling it the Gams Bridge. Oh, what? Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. We should call it the Gab, the Great American Bridge. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, I, I get Tracy. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. What do you guys think the bridge should be named? Put that in the chat. The time is now it's 8.28 a.m. Put that in the chat. If you have an idea for the name of the bridge, put that in the chat. I mean, definitely submit your name as well so that you can uh, promptly get named. But if your submission gets picked, we will shout you out here for weeks. We will give you props if your idea gets picked and we will promote it for you too. Okay. So last night I saw... Um, I met a friend of the show. I met a friend of the show and his family, actually. And I hope he's listening right now. I hope that Matthew Root and his entire family, or at least a couple of members who may be up right now at 829 in the morning, maybe they're sipping matcha like us. Ah, But I hope that Mr. Root is up because I met him and his family. So yesterday, I went out and, uh, to Ballydoyle, and I met some dear friends of the show, people before Good Morning Aurora. Uh, one of them is a member of the Kane County Sheriff's Department. Shouts out. But we're sitting back. We're talking about life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness at Ballydoyle, chilling. And as we were leaving... You know, a brother was rocking the uh, Good Morning Aurora shirt. You know, they'll go to Cottonseed Creative Exchange, 8 North Broadway, classic black and whites, and we got the black and blues in there, too. Y'all go get them all sizes, I'm telling you. I am telling you. Anyway, so I'm sitting there. We're chilling. I got the shirt on, and we wrap up. You know, we pay our tabs, and we're leaving. And there's a family. I think they were leaving, too. I'm not too sure. But we were kind of in the little area there. And uh, the mom says, oh, she, oh, look at that. Look at the, oh, Good Morning Roar. She was like, yeah. She was like, 
do you work for Good Morning Aurora? And I was like, well, you know. <laughs> um, hold on, let me find it. Let me let me find it. Where is it? Yeah. I was like, well, you know, kinda. And then my buddy was like, yeah, this dude is Good Morning Roar, you know? And we uh, met and, you know, said hi to each other. And she was like, oh, my husband loves the show. He tunes in. Matthew Root. Man, that was really, it was really nice. It was really nice to meet himself and his family. Uh, Great people. And once again, our Aurorans see his community. That's what it's all about. It felt really, really good. Uh, So thank you very much to Matthew Root and his family for tuning in. We appreciate it, and we wish you a very happy, prosperous, and blessed Tuesday. And the time is now 8.31 a.m. Okay, I gave you the link for the vaccinations. Did I not? Did I give you that link in the chat? I think I did. Yeah, I did. Okay, let's move on to the news. All right. So, uh, Kane County Triad, don't forget, they're still in our news because they have the Triad Picnic for Seniors, Phillips Park Pavilion, 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. It's August 10th. It's a Tuesday this year, and it's only $3. Registration is required. You can register by phone with Senior Services Associates by calling 630-897-4035. That number again is 630-897-4035. Shout out to the Fox Valley Park District, Aurora Township, and many others did i tell you that's only three dollars three dollars come on man coffee at starbucks is worth is uh you know cost more than that so you guys gotta definitely take part in that if you know any seniors who could benefit from a good day outside please let them know about it our friends of the fox valley united way are having their very first halloween hustle 5k and one mile fun walk This is going to be a great fundraising event, the proceeds of which will ensure financial support for our children. The date will take place on the 17th at 9 a.m. at Phillips Park. Sponsorships are still available and registration is required. Phillips Park has a lot, um, a whole lot going on because I have something else going on at Phillips Park, which definitely qualifies um, not only as fun, but... You guys know that we have a chamber of commerce here in Aurora, right? And not only do we have a chamber of commerce, the chamber of commerce does a lot of cool and awesome and wonderful things. Uh, One of the things they do is the chamber. Remember this. The Aurora Chamber has their own golf classic. Now, you can also promote. And this is billed as where the catalyst for business success, excuse me, meets the sport of business. They have various different levels of sponsorship from a prestige sponsor to the box lunch sponsor. And there's also the driving range. So please check these out. Get to know what's going on with our friends of the Aurora Chamber of Commerce. They got some stuff. But actually, I messed up just one small thing. Hold on. Because it's not going to be at Phillips Park. It's going to be at Orchard Valley. So that is the only, 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 only difference, you guys. It's going to be at Orchard Valley. Uh, And Orchard Valley is 2411 West Illinois Avenue. Aurora's got a couple of golf golf places, golf courses here. Um, So many to choose from. I don't know. My bad, y'all. My bad. 
Now, we also have, did you know, the Veggie Fun Fair in Oswego from 10 to 2 on the 31st. Uh, and it's going to be in the Oswego East High School Gymnasium. Oswego's close enough. They get shouts out and love, too. This is by our friends of Moms for Moms Vendor Events. Uh, for the event, all types of uh, vendors in the vegan and vegetarian niche, as well as local service providers, veggie-themed crafts, natural material crafters, eco-friendly and sustainable product vendors, vegan or vegetarian food vendors, or direct sales vendors uh, are going to be available and encouraged. All vendors and attendees not yet vaccinated should wear masks as well. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. This is some good news. Good news, guys. Okay, so now we have to mention, because this uh, this came up as well when the uh, the day of the parade, or excuse me, the day of the fireworks, which was Friday. Uh, did you guys notice, did it seem like, what do you guys think? Did it seem like fireworks went on longer and longer and longer over more days than previous years? Let me know what you guys think about that in the chat. Uh, drop me a comment about that. And the reason why I ask is because a friend of mine highlighted that fireworks seem to have started being heard in Aurora back like Wednesday, even before the 4th with the fireworks on, on that Friday, like Wednesday, Thursday. And then even continuing, um, you know, late last night, does, was that the case for anybody else? Now, I heard a lot of fireworks even still in my neighborhood last night. Um, what about you guys? What do you guys think? And is that an issue or is it not? You know, give me your opinion on that. I actually feel like it's somewhat of a moot point to really try to whittle down the you know, sparklers and M80s in every single ward in Aurora. It might be a futile effort, but um, just let me know what you guys think about that. Was there a lot more fireworks this year? Did it go on longer? Did it start earlier for you guys? Um, you know, let me know what you feel about that. Time is now 8 a.m. All right. So Aurora has an animal hospital that is looking to expand. And uh, the Aurora City Council Committee recently took action to pave the way for their expansion. The animal hospital is the VCA Aurora Hospital on the west side. Alderman on the Building, Zoning, and Economic Development Committee recently approved a final plan that would allow the animal hospital to expand by 16,000 square feet at the site, which is located at 2600 West Galena. Uh, to quote Alderman Seville of the 6th Ward, who's the committee's chairman, and a good guy, too. Awesome. Shouts out. Uh, we're glad you're doing well and looking to expand. End quote. The current hospital sits on two lots that will be combined into one 11.7-acre lot to facilitate that expansion. Uh, Todd Roberts, a consultant, said, and this was... Um, Interesting. He said the increase would, quote, primarily add spaces for treating animals, end quote. And that includes a uh, permanent place for MRI equipment currently housed in trailers on the property and a large conference room to not only train veterinarians at the hospital, but doctors from other facilities. Um, to quote Alderman Patty Smith of the 8th Ward, quote, we're very lucky to have a facility like this in the city of Aurora, and we're happy to see this growth. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Yay! 
I'm happy to see anything that uh, helps to expand access to and services for and, you know, helps our animals out. Uh, animals deserve love, too. The time is 838. Okay, guys. So let us move on. Now, we have a, another uh, piece of breaking news, which I'm going to debut a little bit later. Because I think that you guys will get a um, you'll get a kick out of that. I know that you guys will. Uh, but to continue with the news of our health heroes um, who were honored, in addition to Eric Pry, which we shouted out yesterday, um, Amita Medical, excuse me, Amita Mercy Mercy Medical Center is getting a renovation to their ER. Uh, we told you guys about this last week, um, but it is very important to know. Because, as we know, there is the um, Delta variant that has been spreading. And uh, we try to do our very best to inform everybody. And part of being informed is knowing some very key, pertinent, health-related information. When construction begins, after our 4th of July parade recently ended, the sound of heavy equipment in motion is signifying that more than 22,000, excuse me, 22 million. Whoa, how did I mess that up? Holy cow. Um, I need a sip of my matcha. That's what I need. Heavy equipment is signifying more than $22 million in renovation to Amita Health Mercy Medical Center's emergency department. ready to be a more vibrant part of the community and its health care needs. Exciting news to Rich Rohr, who took over as CEO and president almost two years ago and has been able to oversee this major overhaul that's been in the works since last year. Actually, it's a two-pronged renovation effort, which makes it all the more groundbreaking. In addition to the emergency room itself, the project will create a long-awaited CSU, Crisis Stabilization 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 unit uh, the dream for at least a couple of years for the hospital the donors who made it all possible and even the APD the CSU is designated for people 18 and older those experiencing mental health or substance abuse crisis and it'll give them immediate and short-term uh, treatment Rather than try to serve these patients through the often hectic and overcrowded ER, this more private and smaller unit, which will have a separate entrance, can provide intervention services, medication administration, consultations with outside providers, and links to follow-up care and community resources. An ER can be a scary place for uh, someone in crisis, and what the CS CSU can do is provide, quote, a more dignified way for them to get the help they need, end quote, which in turn will free up others to focus on those who need more critical emergency medical help. That's awesome. Uh, Amita, once again, featured heavily in our parade just the other day. Karina Howard is here. Good morning to you, Karina Howard. Good morning. All our people, all our people tuning in. we in here. It's our world. Uh, the link to the article about Amita Hospital and their updates is now in the chat for you guys to check out. The time is 8.42 a.m. Keeping it up, keeping it up, keeping it up, and keeping it moving. All right. Here is some positive, fun, good, and uplifting news. Some very 
inspiring news, and I would go so far as to say some very refreshing news. Uh, this year, Savannah Crooks will be celebrating her 10th year of having her lemonade stand in operation and donating the money that's raised. The last seven years, all the donations have gone to Marie Wilkins' food pantry, and last year, $2,500 was donated. Shouts out. Savannah would love to beat that goal this year. So please try and stop by, share the information. Times have been rough for everybody, but even if you drop off a dollar along with everyone else's dollar and donations, it adds up. The food pantry gets an $8 boost for every $1, excuse me, 8 to 1 buying power. Um, the food pantry has done a lot for people through COVID, and they could use help restocking. And that is going on the 8th, 9th, and 10th. So take part. And that will be at the intersection, or excuse me, the address is 233 South Elmwood Drive. 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., the 8th, 9th, and 10th. All right. So y'all go out there and get y'all some lemonade. Get your lemonade. Get it. Take part. Shouts out to Savannah. Okay. All right. Moving on with the news. Don't forget the Aurora Rapid Response Team taking place on the 10th as well. So I'm booking out your Saturdays already, y'all. The 10th, here's what you do. Rapid Response Team, Lemonade, all that. All that. That's what you need to be doing. Uh, Educate, advocate, investigate. Community learning. Uh, 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. and registration is required for that. Shouts out to the Rapid Response Team. They do so much good here in our community, highlighting the challenges faced for our uh, uh, large sections of our immigrant population. Okay. Now, also, don't forget Faye's Pork Chop Barbecue and Fundraiser. That's coming up uh, next month on the 9th. The Aurora Township Foundation for Senior and Youth Services presents this wonderful and tasty fundraiser. It'll be on that Monday from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. Dinners are $15, drive-thru and carry-out only. Uh, this will be at 313 Gale Street on the west side. It's kind of up the block from where I am right now. I could throw a rock and hit that place. I wouldn't do that. Uh, funds go towards youth scholarships in Aurora. Get to know Aurora Township and what they do. Serving Kane County, Illinois since 1849. Holy cow. Talk about frog in a corn and he go riding. You guys remember remember that? We remember that. We remember that. I know Tracy remembers that. She knows very well where that came from. Well, that was an early. That was like one of the earliest um, GAMS moments right there. That was really cool. And Tracy also tells us that uh, Savannah's mom, Rhonda Zwart, makes an awesome lemonade. Totally recommend going there. Savannah and her mom are such sweet gals. That's what's up. Let's pour it up. Let's pour it up. I'm feeling that. Totally feeling it. Totally. Okay. Bookmobile. Got the bookmobile news for you guys. As I told you, their summer schedule is going on uh, starting in, or excuse me, going until the uh, 14th. The bookmobile visits stops every single week. Movies, books and more. Shouts out to the public library. And today being Tuesday, they will be at Brooks Elementary, 2700 Stonebridge Boulevard. Shouts out from 9 
a.m. to 11 a.m. And then they'll be at Alden Gardens of Waterford, 1955 Randy Drive from 1 to 2 p.m. Tomorrow, they'll be at Senior Services Associates, 2111 Plum Street, 9 to 10 a.m. And then they'll be at the Covey at Fox Valley Apartments, 2160 Walcott Road, 1 to 2 p.m. for Outdoor Story Time. Uh-oh, y'all get ready for that. Outdoor Story Time. Now that sounds like a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, we also have the Rent Assistance Program still going on via IDA, Illinois Housing Development Agency. Facilitated by our local friends of the Neighbor Project, located at 32 South Broadway. This program is part of the ILRPP. Uh, the portal has been open since last month, and it closes the 18th of this month at midnight. Uh, this phase of the ILRPP program will be initiated by tenants. Contact the Neighbor Project who has Spanish-speaking counselors if you need them. For more information, you can give them a call at 630-906-9400. That number again is 630-906-9400. The time is 847 a.m. Now, what's significant to note about this particular program is that uh, if you are a tenant who is behind on your rent, you start the application process. Uh, minute details from the landlord are needed. Simply address, email, phone number. Uh, if there is no follow-up from the landlord, tenants may still be eligible to receive said payment. Uh, the limit is $25,000. So uh, if you are behind on your rent, you simply uh, enter the amount of your rent, how many months you are behind. And then there is prospective rent. Prospective rent is rent that is paid or your rental amount uh, for up to three months in the case of continued or present hardship. Um, again, contact the Neighbor Project, 630-906-9400. They are your local resource for all issues housing-related in conjunction with the City of Aurora. So let's put that out there as well. The City of Aurora is your local resource. The Neighbor Project are partners with the City of Aurora to provide said services. All right. So a couple more news items before we get out of here, y'all. A couple more news items. Holy cow, it's 8.48 a.m. already. Damn, where does the time go? Uh, have you guys heard of French 75? Have you? Did you know about that? Art? Specialty cocktails? Y'all didn't hear about that? Okay, we'll check this out. Uh, the art of French impressionism and specialty cocktail making. I'm there already. Uh, will be the order of the day when French 75 opens later this summer in downtown Aurora. The combination art gallery and bar is planned for a small building at 56 East Galena Boulevard. The one-time coffee house is next door to the historic terminal building, which is undergoing a major renovation. And it is. So first of all, let's put a little flag in the conversation. How do I know? Because I'm going to tell you like this. Um, when you're at that intersection, I'm going to say it again. That's Galena and Broadway. Just look at that building. Take a picture. Don't take pictures and drive. But if you're parked or if you're walking, take a picture. Take a picture of that building as it stands right now. Because I'm confident that in the near future, that'll be one hell of a before and after shot. Um, so the Combination Art Gallery is having their work done 
right now and uh, things are under construction. The Aurora City Council recently voted to create a liquor license for the new establishment. It, it is a Class D license in what is defined as the Downtown Core Entertainment District. Uh-huh. The license is specifically for an arts facility. Let's read that again. The Aurora City Council recently voted to create a liquor license for the new establishment as a Class D license in what is defined as the Downtown Core Entertainment District. The license is specifically for an arts facility. Hope Ashworth, owner, told Arderman recently that the Combination Bar and Art Gallery will have a, quote, very Parisian feel, end quote, with French-style impressionistic art on the walls. At the same time, people will be able to sit and enjoy the art while appreciating the art of the creative mixologists creating their specialty drinks. Uh, Hope tells us, quote, I'm old school, so when you step into the gallery, you're going to be stepping back in time, end quote. All right. Uh, so let me put the link in the chat for you guys so that you can check this out. Uh, yeah, French 75, just another of many different great things happening down here in the city. Now, I went to the grand opening, uh, which just passed, of Seven Setting Suns. Did anybody else go to that on Downer Art Gallery that opened up? Um, really cool. Right next door to All Spoked Up. It's in between All Spoked Up and Wickwood House. Um, yeah, it was really good. Uh, what's the gentleman's name? Vic, uh, Mr. Valenzuela, Victor something. Uh, but it was really good. It was really great, and he's a talented artist. So stay tuned for that. Now, also opening up in downtown Aurora, um, there is a, another store that is coming um, and it's going to be across the street from Chupacabra. I think it's called 630. We will be giving you more information on that as it becomes readily available. Two Brothers is back open. Shouts out to Two Brothers. Go in there and check them out. Chupacabra right across the street from uh, Tre or excuse me, Treadwell. Um, Tavern on Broadway. Shouts out to Chupacabra. Have you guys been there yet? I have not had the pleasure of checking it out just yet but a brother will get to see that i will i'm gonna go check them out really really soon okay so let's finish finish with one more good piece of news here we've got so many good pieces of news but i want to do this specifically for our listeners and our people here and end on something um something that's really positive Something that's really necessary and uh, something that I think will bring us all together. Uh, as we know, River Edge Park is definitely um, coming back online. Things are happening. REO Speedwagon was just there. Um, so that's really, really big for us. Um, and the interesting thing about River Edge Park is that through the Dunham Fund and Community Foundation, uh, that's it's really people power. And it's really donations, big and small, that help to um, help to fuel what you see. So keep that in mind, because what, what happens in Aurora in regards to arts, music, entertainment and culture, um, it's the people. You know, of large organizations, and even private donors who financially contribute to help run and fund a whole lot of stuff. Wait a minute. What the heck do we got here? <laughs> 
guava barbecue chicken? Is that right? Tracy Duran tells us that she went to Chupacabra on Friday with Christine, friend of the show, and it is totally awesome food and great service. Guava barbecue chicken is really good. Oh, thank you for telling us that. That's another incentive to get down there. You're making a brother hungry this early in the morning. Time is 8.54 a.m. Damn. Um, Riverfront Playhouse actors are thrilled to be back in front of an audience. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Don't dream it's over. Hey, now. Anybody tell me the name of that song? Put that in the chat. Like many people, Gary Puckett and Jake Murphy who are co-directing the complete works of William Shakespeare, abridged, uh, for the Riverfront Playhouse in Aurora, are getting back to doing what they enjoy after a long hiatus due to COVID-19. Quote, I'm filled with gratitude. I get to work on a project involving live theater after a year's layoff and embark on this quest with a top-notch cast and crew. And when all is said and done, I'm just grateful to be alive. End quote. That's from Mr. Jake Murphy. All right. Um, the Riverfront Playhouse production of the complete works of William Shakespeare will be presented at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays and Wednesdays from July 13th to the 28th at Monday Park. Admission is free, but donations are accepted. Monday Park faces Broadway and opens up to Water Street Mall. Monday the venue, 21 South Broadway, shouts out. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Jennifer Ryan Mayton and her son Matthew Mayton shouts out. Um... Yes, the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged, written by Adam Long, excuse me, Daniel Singer, and Jess Winfield, parodies the plays and sonnets of William Shakespeare. The pieces are performed in comically shortened vignettes or merged together sections, usually by three actors. We are actually having four actors, since in our production, the stage manager is going to have a lot of business, too. So with only four actors, you better have a solid cast because there is no place to hide. Fortunately, this is one of the strongest casts I've ever seen at the riverfront. That's a quote from uh, Puckett. Very cool. The co-directors are an interesting duo. I'm going to put the link for this in the chat for you guys to check it out and read it at your leisure. It's pretty doggone cool. Shouts out to our actors, artists, and all of our creatives here in the second largest city. All right. So we are about to wrap it up, my dear and wonderful uh, friends. You guys are friends. Heck yeah. I know Adam, right? Adam, you're so awesome. Okay. Um, So that is it. We're about to interview and get this popping today. We got a lot going on. It's going to be a heck of a day. Oh, Tracy Duran. I should have known. I should have known that. I should have known. Should have known Tracy was going to get that crowded house. That's the song of the day. I can't play it, so y'all go ahead and uh, y'all bump that after the show. Hit that up. That's the uh, that's the mood today. Anyway, uh, you guys have a wonderful, blessed, positive Tuesday. Um, you know, just continue to spread the good vibes. If you work out, get it on in the gym. If you ride bikes, get the bike ride on. Get the sunshine in you your skin get the wind in your hair there's not much wind today but uh definitely bake out there in the sun it's good for you in the long run put some uh sunblock on if you burn easily um but yeah make sure make sure that you guys have a blessed 
and positive. Jennifer Ryan Maiden, that's right. Yes, our people. Um, make sure that you guys have a positive day today. Stay tuned because we're putting out a lot of our pictures and videos still. We're still uploading those. You guys are going to start seeing those. And we've got a new blog post coming soon this weekend. The writing, the writing, the writing. Get ready for it. All right. Shop local, support local as well. And uh, check out the Paramount Theater at River Edge Park. Make sure to take part in what Aurora Downtown and all of our wonderful friends are doing and providing for our city. Don't forget, don't forget, excuse me, to subscribe to the show on Spotify. Anywhere that you stream your stuff from and you get your podcasts, your favorite platforms, you can definitely find us there. Um, and also, don't forget, connect with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon as well. Patrons, we appreciate you guys very much. Shouts out to you guys for supporting the show. Man, every little bit, every little bit helps us to keep the news going. Every little